So today in my city, Cincinnati, they are having one of the world's biggest outdoor art installations. It's a light show called Blink, where all over the city, artists are lighting the murals that are on the walls all over Cincinnati in ways that make them sort of come alive or move. And there's drone light shows over the river. It's just all about light. Um, and I'm just telling you this because it's been on my calendar for ye- for the, since, since it happened two years ago. Cause like we weren't ready for it two years ago and we just caught the last night of it. And we were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's like a world-class thing in our little tiny town. So we usually like we, we set aside and it's coming up this weekend and, and I don't want to go. <laughs> I, I just, I know it's going to be amazing and wonderful. There's going to be a million people there. And and this is how, like the last time I saw it was before COVID, of course. And like bizarrely, it's not like I'm worried about getting sick or anything. It's not all that. It, was out, it will be outdoors and blah, blah, blah. I just, it's one of those cases where like, you like, what's wrong with me? I have no mojo. <laughs> you just don't feel like it? I just don't feel like it. And we're going to go. I mean, it's been on the calendar. I mean, and I almost invited some people to come from out of town to stay with us so that we could take them to it because it's so gloriously amazing. And a little city like Cincinnati very seldom has something that's like better than anybody else's. But this is genuinely like better than, I I mean, I've I've been to stuff all over the world. This is really an amazing thing. And and I think I I would, I would probably love it. You would love it. I should have invited you to come to town. (laughs) Next year. Yes, here. All right. So, so the fact that you're laughing at my curmudgeonliness, um, curmudgeonality, uh, means that you're John Wright and I'm Bart Campolo and we're here. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good, actually. It's funny how uh, closely related what you just said is to today's question. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to just get into it? Yeah. A terrific lead in. Yeah, you're talking about things that uh, you, you you wish you wanted to do. Hey, Bart, I mainly love the podcast, but sometimes it makes me feel bad about myself for not being more relational. I live alone, and when I'm not working, I waste a lot of my time in my apartment eating junk food, watching Netflix, and wishing I had a boyfriend, or any friend, really. All of this just makes me feel like a loser. How do I break out of this miserable rut? Ooh. <laughs> Could you so be more direct? Yeah. <laughs> so here's someone who wants to go to the light show, wishes that she wanted to go to the light show. Yeah, that's that's not a subtle question, is it? No, no, it's right to the point. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because if that person were sitting in front of me, you know, I would just go like, wow, I'm I'm so sorry. That's a hard place to be. You know, that's a really hard place to be. Um, but what's funny is, is that you might think that because I am very relational, you know, so much so that my podcast makes people feel bad about themselves. <laughs> um, and because I have a lot of people around me and, I'm, and I have a partner, a wife, you know, and not just a wife, I have like a 35-year relationship with somebody who is super fun for me to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, you still like each other, like oh, each other's company. Yeah, more more than ever, you know, kind of worked out a lot of the kinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, 
you would think I would not have any relationship to this. Like I feel like a loser because of the way I spend my time. But all you have to do is either put me in a hotel room for a weekend when I'm on a speaking engagement or have Marty go to visit somebody where she's gone for a week and I'm right where this person is. You know, where I, know, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I hate being alone. I can't go to, I, I, I stay up way too late. Mm-hmm. I watch, you know, I tell myself I'm going to go to bed at a certain hour, but I don't. And I'm like, you know, and at two o'clock in the morning, I'm going, oh shit, tomorrow morning, I'm going to feel like garbage. And I'm also going to feel like garbage because I, I've eaten garbage. Because when Marty's mm-hmm. gone, I just, I go to Jersey Mike's and I eat <laughs> big sandwiches and I drink soda. And, and so like, I don't sleep. I eat like crap. I watch crap. And I feel horrible about myself. And every time it happens, I say, I'm not going to do it this time. And I do it. Is, is the thought... Oh, like I wish I wanted better things. Like naturally, I wish that if, you know, if left to my own devices, I would want all the good things. Yeah. I mean, you know, you meet those people who are like, yeah, you know what? I just wake up at six in the morning and I just don't feel right until I go for a run. <laughs> and you're like, you know, screw you. Like, yeah. But, but I think that sometimes I think if you listen to this podcast, you might think that that's how you and I are. Like you just wake up and you're like, you know what? I think I want to go relate to somebody. Let me go be a good friend to somebody. And and I'm going to go have a meaningful experience. And so like if you're out there and you're isolated or you don't have those kind of relationships or you're not socially adept, it's the same thing where you go like, screw you. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, and my version of this is I was on a, a week long shoot last week and I wish that, you know, me being away from Randy and like being, you know, with a crew and whatever, you know, there's always like this food available, you know, they call it craft services. You've got like all this food that's there at the shoot. This one guy walks in, he's like, Oh man, give me one of those apples. I love, I love those. And he grabbed an apple and I was like, I wish I was that guy. I wish I wanted the apple, but I want the Kit Kat, you know? Yeah. My, what I want is just feels off. Yeah, and and I think that I think one of the things about being in a relationship with anybody, but in particular if you're in a relationship with somebody who's marginally healthier than you are, is you know, like Marty, Marty and I, we sit down to dinner when we're together, and she'll cook, and there will be like a salad, and you know, I'm thrilled. It's great. I'll eat it. And you're like, well, if she's not there, you just make your own salad, right? And you're like, no, no, I only eat salads because she is there. I only go to bed at 11 o'clock at night because she is there. Right. I only, and so this idea that, you know, like a lot of times people are like, all these lonely people in the world are, they're, they're depressed because they're so alone. And that may be true, but they may also be depressed because they don't eat salad or go to bed on time. And they, and they watch a lot of shitty television. It's exacerbating the problem. Yeah. And, and, and then you don't feel good about yourself. Like our friend says, I feel like a loser. And like, if you, you know, the, the question is like, does that make, if you walk out into the world feeling like a loser because of the way you spent last night dissipated in stupidness, the question is like, does that look good? Is that a good look on you the next day? Do people go like, wow, I love that girl's vibe? Mm-hmm. No. 
No, right. if you feel like a loser, you know, one of the biggest predictors of people who will be liked is people that expect that you will like them. And people have a tendency to feel like you'll like them if they're feeling good about, if they like themselves. And so what's weird about loneliness is it's a very, it, it is a rut. It's a, you know, sort of a, a, a downward spiral where I think that like, if, if I stayed alone in the mode that I stay alone when I am alone, I would very quickly get to the place where I'd be like, I don't think anyone's going to like me. And so, you know, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's very, very difficult when, you know, you know, and so that's what I mean. Like I would throw my arms around this girl and just like, wow, I am sorry. That is mm -hmm. a hard place to be. And she would go like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You've never been there. And I go like, yeah, actually for a week, I've been on the edge of that hole and I was powerless not to fall in. And, and it's only because something else grabbed me out of it. So like, I, you know, I, I can't say that I would do better. And so, and yet, John, you're going to be shocked by this. <laughs> I think I have something helpful to say to this person. Okay. I, I know it's shocking. Well, I'm but, just curious what it is. So, because well, yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, what kind of what kind of arrogant person you know gets on a <laughs> gets on a microphone every week and is like, you know what? I think I have some insight for you. I think here. I got something. Yeah, but but on this one, on this one, I do, and 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 part of it's because you know this is not an uncommon problem. Like this is not the, this is not my first rodeo with this question right, on right. some level. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that I realize is, is you know. And, and this person doesn't say like, I've left the church or anything, but I'll tell you what, being part of the Christian community um, solves this problem for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. It puts them in into community every week. It, it, not only does it put them in the community, they got someplace to be on Wednesday night and on Friday night and on Sunday, but also if you feel that you are letting down the God of the universe and that you are risking like real, real trouble. If you eat shitty food or if you like, if you masturbate or if you look at pornography or if you, you know, if you don't call four people and, you know, and to encourage them or whatever it is that your religious discipline lays upon you, like if, if you have that, like that, that sort of keeps you on the straight and narrow on some level. Does that make sense? It does. And, and, and you go, and then you go, or then you go to Bible study and everybody's like, how are you, how are we all doing this week? Did we pray? Did we, you know, did we read our Bible studies? Did we talk to our mothers? Like whatever it is that, again, whatever it is that that, that religious order sort of holds dear, um, you're, you've got some real external motivation to do it. It's like why having people work out when they have a personal trainer and they don't just work out when the personal trainer shows up. They work out like the day before because they're like, I don't want her to see me in this state, right? Yeah. So, so like now, now, now the criticism is, but wait a second, those values, like, I mean, you and I did purity culture, whatever you want to call it. Like those values were imposed upon us and did a lot of harm to us in a lot of ways, like these external values. And, you know, and you don't have to go to church, by the way, to have external values foisted upon you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it can be. <laughs> yeah, you, you you could you could just you could just have the sense of like I should be exercising. I should lose weight. Why mm -hmm. should you lose weight? Well, you, like because like, have you looked around 
at all the messages that are telling me that I need to lose weight? You know, or I should be, you know, more successful or I should have more friends on Facebook or whatever, whatever. There's a lot of social pressure or I should be more woke or I should, you know, I should be posting more things about Black Lives Matter or whatever it is that you're, that you're taking from the outside is like the shoulds that we adopt. Mm -hmm. Um, Values that are, that are sort of just culturally given and we yeah. don't we don't we're not even aware of it and 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 again like what's funny is like that cultural value to be thin i think hurts people the most when they're in college because it's there are people all around them pursuing that working mm-hmm. on that working out right in front of them i think when you get to our friend's place where you're in your apartment all by yourself sometimes even those external values like aren't they're not helping you as much as they're not helping you. They're not driving you as much. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so anyway, here's my thought. My thought is, is that a lot of times when a person leaves religion, they are like, Oh, this is great. I don't have to live up to these externally imposed values anymore. Like I'm not going to be pushed around anymore. I don't have, I don't have to do anything for anybody. I'm liberated. I'm liberated. But the problem is, is like you're liberated and then you're, at a loss. So you're in your apartment at night and you're like, what am I supposed, you know, what do I do? What, well, I don't have to do that anymore. And I, and I can masturbate all I want. I can look at all the porn I want, or I can do this. But like, first of all, even if you do that, you'll end up feeling sometimes the, the, the ghost of God still makes you feel guilty about it. But even if it's not the ghost of God, you sort of go like, I'm wasting my life. Or maybe I'm a feminist and this isn't really, I, this doesn't seem, this seems kind of objectifying and terrible or you know if you're a woman and you're watching crappy you know stuff on television you're just like this is just like i'm 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 becoming shallow as i watch it you know even if you don't feel like you're becoming immoral as you watch it you become i I just feel like this is just i'm wasting my life Mm -hmm. and you feel guilty and so what's weird is if you get get rid of the religion but a lot of times, like the, what the religion at least did was it kept you from eating too many brownies or from watching too much shitty TV. And so you didn't, like, it kept you from feeling like a loser because you were about something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't have to be about anything that I don't want to be about. All I have to do is be happy. It's really hard to be happy. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. Well, and I think what you're saying is that you have values you're – you're uh, exhibiting or expressing whether or not you know it. Like it's, you've gotten some values from somewhere. Is that, is that right? Is that what you're saying? You know, that's a great question because like what I think is, you know, religions want you to do all these rituals because if you do something over and over again, it sort of embeds the value inside of you. Like they know Mm -hmm. that like you can't just say to somebody like, you know, believe this or care about this. But if I can get you to, to, Every, say every five times a day, I believe this, I care about this. Yeah. It will become embedded in you. Mm-hmm. It's that, you know, it's that whole thing I was talking to you about yesterday. Like, you know, practice doesn't make perfect, practice makes permanent. Right, right, right. And the, our, our, you know, so religions know this, you know, and, and, and a lot of, you know, they're that, good that, at it. Yeah. You got to, <laughs> you, you got to get people to do routines and that's yeah. how you embed the values inside of them. Well, what's weird is like you step out of all of that. If you end up in a routine of, watching Netflix and eating Cheetos. In a sense, that embeds 
a value in you. And the, the real question is, is that really your value? Or is that just the value that sort of grows up out of that bad routine? Mm. And so what, 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 like, and here's where, this is the place where I would say, I think it could be helpful to this person. Um, and that is a lot of people once, especially the people that come out of religions where, where there was a very clearly defined value system and a very clear set of goals. Um, but, but also people that grow up and, you know, that never had a value system like that. Um, a formal value system. Yeah. Foisted upon them. If you say to them, you know, what is your highest value? They, they don't know. Right. They really don't know. Or they just go like, I just want to be happy. I just want to be a good person. But they haven't clarified what their, what their understanding of a good person is. So like, are you saying that, that it's in them, but they don't know how to articulate it? Yes, that it's incohate. It's, 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 it's unclarified. Um, and religions clarify values and they might not even be your values, but at least they go like, this is what's important. And the question right, is- they, they make it really, really explicit to where you can't get away from it. I can't tell you how many of the college students that I met with when I would sort of say like, what's your bottom line? Like, what, what, like how do you keep score? What matters to you? Mm -hmm. At the end of your life, what what will define whether you had a good life? And they're just like, ah, I never thought about that. Like, I just want to be happy. And, and, and what's strange is like happiness is not a value. Happiness is a consequence <laughs> of living out your values. Yeah. You know? And so, so, so here, like, honestly, if I had that woman in front of me, what I would say to her is like, look, I've got this little exercise. I use it with a lot of people. And I, I and, and like, actually, I think we should post it on the show. It's this values clarification exercise. Okay. It's really, it's really like, have I shown you this thing? No. Oh, it's really very simple. What it is, is it's a list of all these words. Okay. Um, like, um, oh, let me see if, uh, let me pull it up. Okay. I, I got one. In, I got, I got it right here. I think I got it right here. Hold on. It's on my desktop. Cause I send it to so many people. Yeah. Okay. So it goes like the first thing it has a list of like 200 values. And it says, as you read through this list and write down the words that feel like a core value to you personally, don't overthink it. If it, take as many as you want. And if, and if, if there's something you value that isn't on the list, be sure to write it down, which by the way, I had a friend who I gave this to and he went through the list and he said like, you know what? Self-awareness is one of the things that I value the most. Like I really like people who are self-aware and I want to know myself really well. And he's like, it's not on the list. I was like, put it down, you know? But like the words are like, it starts out with like abundance, acceptance, accountability, achievement, advancement. It goes like in the D's, it's like, Daring, decisiveness, dedication, dependability. Like, do you value this in other people or do you value this in yourself? Like, I want, like, if you were looking for a girlfriend, like, I want somebody who's dedicated, who's dependable, or like, you know, or I want somebody who's adventuresome, or I want somebody who's punctual. Like, what are your values, right? So, so, so it has you list, like, you make these list, long lists. And then it says, the second step of this is you group the values together in five groupings. Just put them together in a way that makes sense to you. Like, you know, these things seem more like each other. Like, so like wealth and security. Okay. I can see why, you know, if you, if those were two values of yours, you make like, yeah, we'll put them on the same list, you know, or, you know, humor and joy and playfulness. Right, right. Okay. So they're like, just, just group them up in five lists. Right. 
as, and, 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 and you say, well, I, there are actually seven categories. No, no, no. Get rid of the last two. Five. Just clarify it. Down. Five. And then it says to choose the one word within each grouping that best represents that grouping for you. So you're picking one of those things. Let's say there's seven things on the list. You're picking the one that represents that list best. Right. So you might have like balance, health, personal development, spirituality, well-being. And then like when you really go down, you're like, you know, it's really all about well-being for me. Like mm. the, the other ones are sort of sub, like they're aspects of it, but this is the real, that's the title. And so you end up with five words that are like, these are like my, these are core values. And then look at those five words and go like, does that resonate with you? Do you go like, yeah, that kind of is what I care about. Mm-hmm. And I bet it would be. I think it would be. I mean, it has been, it has been for, for many of the people that I've done it with. And then the question is, you go like, okay, you know, rather than like, I just need to stop watching so much TV or I just need to go to bed earlier and stuff like that. The question is like, if those are the things that matter to you, like what should you be doing or what could, that, that's what value, that means that's what you want. A value is a preference. A preference is a desire. A desire mm-hmm. is like, what it, like, so, so you go like, I don't want to do, like, this is what you really want. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like when you get to the core of you, this is what you really, you really want well being. You really want mindfulness. You really want freedom or whatever it is. And then you go like, okay. So then, you know. What activities will serve those things? Yeah. Like what are, what, what, like, instead of like, how do I stop doing these? How do I stop wasting my life doing this stuff? You're like, this is what I want my life to be about. What do I want to build in? What, what do I want to do tonight? You know, what, what would, what, what would carry me towards happiness? What would carry me towards well being? What would carry me towards freedom? Um, and to think about that in terms of like, you know, what behaviors do I like? reflect my values so that I'm living more in tune with myself. In, in substance, yeah. like what's funny is those values, by the way, they're probably also what you're looking for. Like, like uh, that woman, they're probably what she's looking for in a boyfriend. <laughs> right. And so, right. I, you know, so on some level, it's like the old Gandhi quote, like be the change you want to be in the world. It's like, be the boyfriend you want to find in the world. Right. Like, right. like pursue the things that are really resonant with you. And don't, like, I don't care if, so if you stay up all night watching, some night you stay up too late and you watch shitty TikTok videos, like, I'm, don't beat yourself up about that. Well, if like, one of your core, core values is freedom, then that probably means the freedom to do that once in a while, as long as it doesn't interfere with the other values. Right. And then you, but then you might go like, oh, I'm addicted. And then you go like, ooh, freedom. Yeah. I don't want to be a slave. To I don't my- want to be a slave to this. And so, and, and what's happening is all of a sudden you're not quitting TikTok because TikTok is bad or you're not limiting TikTok because TikTok is bad. You're limiting TikTok because you value freedom hmm. because you are pursuing freedom. You are fighting for your value. And then all of a sudden you're back in the level of motivation that that mo- many people find is so effective in religion, where you're like, this is what I want to be. This is who I want to be. And I suppose that the next level there is you could have a whole new list of rituals and practices that you practice all the time. What's going to get me there? Yeah, what's going to get me there? And, and they're just replacement rituals that are good ones or good and, ones for you. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're not doing what, 
what God wants you to do. Like you're not being pure because God says it's true. And you're also not like trying to eat healthy because like that's what's, you know, that's the, in the zeitgeist right now. You go like, no, no, this, this is a real value of mine. Like I, I want to do things that relate to my core values. And you start to build your life around your values. And then all of a sudden you've got a new religion. In, in the positive sense of the word, no supernatural woo, but like your actions, you're starting to build your life around your values. And so like this person is like, I just don't want to feel like a loser. And I'm like, ah, that's not going to get you there. Like if that was going to motivate you, you'd been, been motivated like the first week that you felt like crap. What's going to motivate you is, is you've got to be more in touch with who you really want to be. And that, it's you know, about articulating that, yeah. It's about articulating it and it's about evaluating. And, and that's one of the things, like, honestly, one of the best things for people about going to therapy is just they, they walk in an office and somebody's like, how are we doing it, you know, getting you what you want? Like, you, like a good therapist helps you define, like, well, what, what's your goal here? What are you trying to do? And then it's like, well, how'd this week go in terms of you getting towards what you want, who you want to be? And, and in a sense, it's almost like good therapy is like a good religious ritual. And you go like, well, couldn't you just do that with a friend where you were like, this is, these are my values. These are what I'm trying to live up to. And, and, and so could you, you know, and, and what if once a week you got, you called your friend and said, Hey, how are you doing on freedom, making a difference, thankfulness, well-being, and happiness? How, how's that going for you this week? Like, in a sense, we... We need both the clarity of values that religion imposes on people. We like, let's, why don't we generate that for ourselves in a way that's more authentic? And then we also need some kind of a, a practice of regular evaluation where we come back around and go like, hey, how is my, how are my behaviors helping or hurting me in terms of getting what I really want out of life? So at the end of my life, I feel good about my life. Beautiful. So that's kind of like I she says. A great answer to her question. I mean, yeah. she was being very explicit about what she wanted out of the answer. How do I break out of this rut? Yeah, and, <laughs> and the, you're giving and, her a pretty practical way of thinking about it. And I, I think, like at the core of it is, you got to define. You've got to define your core values. Yeah, because I, I think that a lot of times we think we know our values. Like, I just want to be a good person. You know, I just want to be happy. I, but we we don't define like. Or I want a boyfriend, or I want a girlfriend, but we don't define like what are the qualities that you know, and and like you go like handsome. Well, maybe that's a value to you. Maybe attractiveness is a huge value, but maybe it's not. That's just the society's value. And what you really want is somebody who wants to make a difference in the world. It's really good to know what you want. Joe Jackson has a great song which we should play at the end of this episode. It says, "You can't get what you want till you know yeah. what you want." Right. And that's, that's, I guess that's where I would leave it. Like my best advice to you is, is figure out what you want in the depth of your heart. And I have a feeling that the depth of this person's heart will be good. I really do. Yeah. And go like, figure that out, clarify that, and then start to evaluate, start to sort of go like, how do I get there rather than how do I stop feeling cruddy? Well, it also strikes me that this person pro. This is a good first step, right? Yeah, it's a good like get get Got on it. the get on the page, and then from there, clarify, clarify. It's a place clarify. to start. It's a place yeah, to start. It's, yeah, it's it's amazing. Thank All you. All right, 
yeah, you bet. This was really fun. Like, very seldom does somebody ask, ask me a question to which I actually, like, usually it's Q&R, because, like, I don't know. But um, <laughs> this time it was Q&A. Like, okay, like, I don't know all the ways to get out of rut, but I know that this would be a really good place to start. I've got an answer. Yeah, I got an answer right on. Okay, buddy, I got to go. All right. Thanks, Bart. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you. I'll see you, John. I'll see all of you next time on Humanize Me. hear an exclusive extra episode every month, please go to patreon.com slash humanize me. You'll also get Bart's monthly newsletter over there and get access to some great humanize me merch. Our supporters on Patreon are the ones making this show happen. For more information on Bart, go to bartcampolo.org. Also, if you choose to listen to the podcast on Spotify, we have a listener poll that you can take part in every episode, including this one. So join us on Spotify. Humanize Me is produced by Katie Johnson-Smith, me, John Wright, and Bart Campolo. Hey, you could be larger than life. John, what do you got for me? Those were good credits. You're good at the credits, but like, what do you got? What do you got for me in terms of the thank yous? All right, we'd like to thank today Ted Hardy, yes, Thomas Stribling, yes, Tim and Stephanie, yes, Todd Meyer, right, Travis and Donnell Field, what? William Judge, right on. Travis James. Zach Parsons, and one final name for you, Bart, today, Travis Litherland. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, all of you. That, yeah, like, I'm, I I hope that wasn't, did that feel a little churchy, like, where I'm just like going, yes, amen, all right. <laughs> amen, Way to go. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, we can, we look at the, the downloads, you know, you go like, wow, there's thousands of people listening to each episode. You're like, that's very exciting to have an audience of thousands of people. Um, I mean, gosh, back in my old like in-person speaking days, if I would have, if I could get 20 people to listen to me for 20 minutes, I would have been thrilled out of my mind. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's just great to have a big audience. But this is the list um, of people that you feel like are genuinely invested. And so, yeah, all the way down the line. Thank you. Thanks so much. And 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 if it feels like like every time we add a person to the list or every time we 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 remember somebody who's on our team, that it does sort of make me feel like, yes, right. Let's let's try harder. Let's do let's do a better podcast next time. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. what it does. It's, it's, this is good for that. I mean, you know, part of the reason we do this is hopefully it, it, it feels good to the people that support the podcast. Part of the reason that we run the list is because it's good for our souls. Yeah, yeah. Feels yeah. good. Yeah. Thanks a lot, you guys.